60. So this is Ooh. two months worth of reading the Bible, and we are in the book of Ruth. Praise uh, God, man. Yo, the book of Ruth is a literary masterpiece. Oh, yeah. Um, we've got a clock here set for 10 minutes just because mm. we really cannot get through this all, and this would literally turn into an hour um, podcast. Yes, we don't did. want that yeah. to take place now. So what we have said is this. All right, this upcoming um, Tuesday, what's the what's the date going to be on Tuesday? <laughs> you on uh, the clock, let me know the date. <laughs> yeah. so I I'm know not sure. Tuesday, let me pull up my calendar. All right, Tuesday is going to be the 22nd. Yeah. All right. All right, Tuesday, October, no, the 20th. All right. Yeah, yeah, 20th. Tuesday, October 20th, yeah. 2020, Yeah. at 9 o'clock p.m. Mm. We're going to send out a link. We're all going to hop on Zoom. Yeah. And we're going to spend an hour in the Book of Ruth because we really want to show you all the ins and outs. Like, this is a literary masterpiece, masterpiece. and we think that it'll be good. One, for us not uh, to engage on Ruth, but two, for us to see the faces of all of y'all yeah. that have been on this. We've oh, been man. grateful for the journey. Yeah. So Be looking for an email uh, that, that kind of lays out just a few details about yeah. um, Tuesday and um, yeah, just how to get on. And man, I'm just so excited. I've been wanting to connect with you guys, but we'll right. finally be able to. Yeah. All right. Tuesday, 9 p.m. All right. Uh, eight minutes left. Let's jump in. The Book of Ruth. Oof crazy yeah. what you're gonna see or what you see throughout this whole book is the point of it is look god is working behind the scenes yeah. to produce faithfulness for his people like that's mm -hmm. it like people talk about god a whole lot in this book mm -hmm. but the narrator Never. doesn't talk about god so good yeah it talks about human choices and faithfulness yeah and so it's all of these dots and behind the scenes yeah. god is connecting these dots. So just a really quick outline of the book to help you see, and then we'll just move through uh, one through four. Chapter one is all about pain. Mm, yeah. Chapter two is the providence, providence of God. God. Mm -hmm. Chapter three is all about rest. Yeah. And chapter four is redemption. Yeah. Pain, providence, rest, and redemption. Chapter one, uh, Limelech, a guy who's, or it, this as it takes place in the time of the judges. Context is key. Right? So what you'll find is that in Israel, in this time where yeah. everybody did what was right in their sight, complete nosedive, yep. Israel is such a dark place. And what you're going to find is the shining star in the time of the judges mm. is not a male Israelite. Yeah. It is a foreign woman. And a widow. And a widow. That's another yeah. So she has she's a she's a she's a woman in a patriarchal in a patriarchal culture. Yeah. She's a foreigner. Yeah. And she's a widow. And technically, at this point, because she's a widow, she's poor. Yeah. Right. She's economically disadvantaged. Right. So she's all of these 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 characteristics she has that God calls us to care for. Yeah. She embodies in one person. Yeah. And you see that she's the hero. <laughs> she's gonna be the model and example, which is this. Texts in the ancient Near East don't do this, right? right? Not only do they not mention women by their name, mm -hmm. but they don't give this type of honor and dignity. And this is just one of the reasons why the Bible just helps us see, man, yeah. that this God uh, that, that we serve is always looking for the least likely candidate, yes. the person that is written off, 
disenfranchised and he's going to elevate them to yeah. show something about his goodness. Absolutely. All right. Pain, death, all of that stuff takes place in the first chapter. Mm -hmm. Naomi comes to a point where she's like, call me Mara because my life has been bitter, 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 yeah. bitter. And one of the things that we see is this, yo, everybody's got a backstory, right? Yeah. People ain't mad just because they want to be mad. People yeah. ain't bitter just because they want to be yeah. bitter. There's so much that's going on behind the scenes that really helps to clue us in. So we need to respond with love, patience, and grace. Naomi's like, yo, it's dead. All of my hope for the future is dead. Mm. She sends her daughter-in-laws to leave. Says, yo, like, don't even come with me. Like, mm -hmm. I can't have any kids. And even if I could have kids, y'all would have to wait 18 years. And they probably wouldn't want you when they grow up. So go. Orpah goes. But Ruth says, nah, I'm going to be with you. Yeah. Your God's <clears throat> going to be my God. Yeah. Your people, my people, Ruth's name means mm. friendship, mm. kindly love, and and, and she's going to yeah. show that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love the fact that uh, at the end of chapter one, Ruth makes this like profession of faith. Yeah. And she basically gives um, this, she says uh, something in the original language that will really be kind of like this curse she would inflict upon herself if she's unfaithful to Yahweh. Yeah. And so uh, what we see here is that God has this aversion to marrying foreigners unless a foreigner became an Israelite in right. a sense, unless he, unless he or she converted. Yeah. And she does that, right? She makes a profession of faith. Right. Right. And think about, we have to think about like her as a human. Like right. she has no idea right. what's going on in Bethlehem, how she'll be provided for or anything like right. that. And the courage and the faith she exudes is amazing. Yeah, yeah. to just say, yo, I'm going to commit myself to your God. Yeah. I'm going to obey right now and leave the results up to God. So yeah. chapter one's all about pain. Yeah. Chapter two. Time's moving. Yeah. Slipping. Providence. Yeah. So what she does is she just goes out and says, yo, there's a bunch of things that, that have to be done. Right. Naomi. <laughs> But I'm just going to do the next thing. I'm going to go out into this field yeah. and to shrink this up. Tuesday, 9 o'clock, we can do the Zoom. Yeah. She goes out into the field and she just so happens right to time. be in the field at the right time when Boaz comes, sees her, talks to her, hears about what she's done, yeah. brings her in. Yeah. She tells his story. He's like, yo, let me show kindness to you and yeah. by the time she goes back home yeah. naomi who was ready to give up is rejoicing at the kindness of god the providence of god is seen really and illustrated in ruth's faithfulness yeah and she goes back and um naomi's like she gets this plan together like all right yeah so you gonna he showed kindness to you so boom you go back again and make sure you look good make sure girl you, you gotta take a bath yeah, right? yeah she said what working look look the part now right. right um and she literally goes and does what naomi says and you know at the end of two boaz is like yo yahweh is going to take you under his wings and she comes to him and was like yo actions <laughs> actions to your word right like yeah. yo and so um and and man, they just you just see the like kind of righteous character of both of them. Yeah. Because one, again, remember Deuteronomy twenty five, Leviticus twenty five, where one you're supposed to care for, you know, let, not grain to the edge of the fields, but for the uh, foreigner or the widow, but also like the idea of a levered marriage. So right. like if um, your husband dies, 
it is the brother's opportunity, right? Uh, responsibility to marry you to yeah. keep the lineage going, right? But Boaz is not even—he's not the brother. He's man. not the immediate brother. Yeah. So one, he's—he doesn't have any legal obligation to do this. All he has to do is say, "Yo, you can go and pick grain at the corner of my field, and I've done all that God has asked me to do." I've, I've been faithful, <laughs> right? So you just see the overwhelming generosity, yeah, right. But then again, he's a righteous. The Bible says he's a, a man of noble character, right? right. He's a He's a righteous man, so he says he's not even gonna do nothing slick. He says, yeah. "Yo, let's just let's do this right way. Let's go to the next nearest relative because mm. it's really his right, right first yeah. before anybody." Yeah, and you just see that in chapter four. So he goes to him, and, and the guy's yeah. ready. Like, oh yeah, I'll buy the land. I'll take all of this. Well, marry but, her. But, but then he's like, "Yo, but you've also got to take yeah. this foreign widow." And the dude's like, "Nah, fam, I'll. I'll I think I'm cool. I'll pass." Yeah. And his words are this: "Look." I don't want to mess up my inheritance. Oh, did he, he only thought, did he know? Yeah. He thought that like he thought that he would have less to pass on to his kids yeah. if he brought in somebody from the outside. Yeah. Um and <laughs> he has no clue, yo. Yeah. That it's like, no, no, listen. Obedience to God always comes with a reward. All right, so here's one thing that you'll see in the book of Ruth. Mm-hmm. Names are important. Yeah. All super. the main characters have names except for this guy. Yep. Only dude. His name is completely forgotten. He's the random dude in the movie who he's like, "Yo, what's his name?" He and he has up. no clue yeah. that it's like, "No, no, listen. If you would have redeemed Ruth, mm-hmm. your name and inheritance would have been preserved forever in yeah. the lineage that's yeah. provided, but instead wanting to secure some good for yourself outside of what God has called you to do has actually served to write you out of the story, fam. Yeah. Like, yeah. your your role is in the credits, but mm. your name isn't. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so at the end of the day, Boaz provides redemption to Ruth. And then what you see, and here's what I mean by the bright spot Mm -hmm. in the story of the judges. At the end of the book of Judges, it's like, yo, um, everybody did what was right in their own sight because they didn't have a king. Yeah. But now at the end of Ruth, it's like, nah, Boaz um, had, or or, and Ruth had Obed. Mm. He had Jesse, Jesse. and Jesse had David, David, who's going to be king. Mm Mm-hmm. Who's going to lead to the ultimate king? Yeah, and what we see in this book is: look, God worked behind the scenes, right, to make this take place. Yo, yeah, yeah. God is not really mentioned, yeah, in the story, right? And he seems silent, mm. but that is when he's usually most at work. That's it. Same thing in our lives. There's a, a trillion ways that this points to Christ, but we'll say that. Yeah. Time. But so this, yeah. I'm, 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 I mean, just right now, I just want you to know, especially in the midst of a pandemic, man. right? A economic famine for you, a oh, relational man. famine for you. Yeah. Uh, it may feel to you right now like God is silent. Where are you, God? I've been trying to do all of what you've called me to do. Yeah. I just want you to know, like God may seem silent, but He's never inactive. Mm-hmm. He's working faithfully right now behind the scenes to it bring about this yeah. hope and this future for you. Um, the way that you can illuminate that in your life is just to be faithful. 
Mm-hmm. Be faithful with, with what God has called you to do mm-hmm. today and be amazed at the story that he weaves when he finally connects all the dots in the end. Amen. Praise right. God, bro. Tuesday, October Oh, it's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. at 9 p.m. I'm sorry if you've uh, come here late and you're a few days behind. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, we'll try to do this uh, again, but uh, the best way to know what we're going to do or that we're going to do things like this is go to the website cornerstoneatl.org slash windows windows. yeah and uh, sign up for the mailing list there and you can stay in touch with all these amen see y'all then